Want convenient banking features like mobile check deposit? Whitney Bank's mobile app has you covered. Start by opening your checking account online at HancockWhitney.com. Then download the app to bank anytime, anywhere. Member FDIC. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette. From Café Vermilionville in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Professor of Finance and Director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports, Peter Raschuti. It's business, Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch, Acadiana. To the rest of the United States, the symbol of Louisiana is the alligator. Gators slither across T-shirts, baseball caps, and posters in every souvenir shop in the state. You can find cute critters doing everything from smoking a cigarette, leaning up a gas lamp post in New Orleans French Quarter, or playing the accordion in a pirogue in the shade of a cypress tree in a sleepy bayou. Here in Acadiana, the alligator is far from a cuddly toy with a cute toothy grin. It's a crop, an industry, and in some communities, a danger to life and limb. If you find a gator on your front lawn, depending on where you live, the law might let you take care of it yourself. If it doesn't, and you have a lick of sense, you probably call on a professional to get rid of that gator, like Ronnie Guy. Ronnie has been a nuisance alligator hunter for the state of Louisiana for 12 years. He's a member of the Louisiana Alligator Advisory Council and serves on the board of directors for the Louisiana Trapping and Alligator Hunting Association. Ronnie, welcome down to lunch. Thank you. Welcome. Nice to be here. Nice to have you. If you prefer your alligator in a different form, perhaps in the shape of a bell, purse, or wallet, you can purchase all these products and more from Lafayette's Mark Staten Company. The company started out in 1992 as simply Mark Staten. Today, a dozen employees design, manufacture, and retail alligator skin products to individual customers and retail stores across the country. The owner of Mark Staten Company is still... Mark Staten. Mark, welcome down to lunch. Hello. I'm glad to have both of you guys here. This is, uh, I've got questions of my own I need to answer. <laughs> now, now, Ronnie, one of the things people often report is liking best about their job is variety. I would imagine you get plenty of that. Though, to be honest, I really can't imagine what a day in the life of a Louisiana state alligator hunter looks like. Uh, are you on patrol looking for gators? Are you sitting at a desk waiting for the phone to ring? Walk us through a typical gator hunting day, if there is such a thing. Uh, we can go back to just yesterday. Okay. That would be close enough. We had a, a, a call yesterday to go to a, a, a hole in the, in the, near the edge of the Red River where there was a, a, a large alligator near a, a pump site. So a farmer had a, a large pump in the water. And, you know, there's, he sends help down there all during the day to, to refuel or do whatever. And so uh, the, the gator was there and had been there, was there last year, and I was unable to make contact with him last year. So this, this just yesterday we were down there, got a call to go, and so we went to the, went to the location, and there was a uh, – uh, he ended up being 10 foot 9. We can, we can cut that short. But we went, we went there, and he was laying across from the pump, almost directly across from the pump along with two other alligators. So there were three actually there. One was off of his property and one was on his property and the second one 
didn't get taken yesterday. So we went yesterday and, and harvested the alligator, and uh, my wife was with me yesterday. She went along to help. And so, but it's a pretty good, <laughs> little pro- a pretty good project, you know, to, to go and, and harvest something that big by yourself across a body of water. You're oh, talking yeah. about launching a boat, dragging him across, winching him up in the truck because uh, you can't pick that up. Everybody thinks you can grab him and throw him in the back of the truck, and you can't <laughs> handle 10-foot alligator. You just can't. I mean, no, it's too big. This so. guy had workers that had to keep going to that pump, and they, they were probably getting a little apprehensive. Oh, yeah, they go down there, and, they, and of course, you, you have a lot of people that are just scared to death of them. So if they go down and see an alligator, all of a sudden he's a threat because he's there and I'm there. So they want... He's got to service the pump, but now, they do you, don't want to do that. But how do you get them, Rummy? Do you... Um, do you shoot them and drag them back? Or? That, was, that one was a shot now. But sometimes we set a hook and a line and catch them just conventional like you'd see on television. You know, wow. set, set a hook and a line. There is a guy like you on TV, right? Uh, there's several. Really? There's several. But are they doing it right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have your own there, show. There, there are a few things that are accurate. Okay. There's, right. a, there's a lot of uh, embellishment going on. <laughs> there's a lot of theatrics that go along with that that's not necessary. Made, made for TV. Yeah. yeah, I bet yeah. that would it's be just true. Not. I mean, all that thrashing up and down the side of the boat and all that's that's not <laughs> necessary. It's just not. Now, Mark, now we get an idea where these gators come from. When I buy a leather wallet, uh, the supplier of the hide, the designer... The manufacturer and the retailer are often not just different companies, but they're from different countries. Um, that's not how it is with alligator skin products, especially those from Mark State and Company. You describe your relationship with the products, and I love this, from the swamp to the showroom. Uh, <laughs> how does a wallet at your company start out? Uh, do you meet it as early as when the alligator is still alive? Or? No, no, but we, we maybe would buy the alligator skin that, that Ronnie harvested. Okay. He brings it to us. Uh, we would put them in in lots of 50, 100, 200, 300 skins, and we send them to a tannery to have them tanned. And uh, at the tannery, they're turned into leather. That's what tanning means. And they're dyed in various colors. Then they, they, get, they come back to us. So when we get the skin back from the tannery, it's a tan, dyed, finished skin. And then we're able to then look at the skin, decide what we want to do with them whether it'll be a wallet or a belt or whether we sell it to another manufacturer, for example. Well, and now with these, um, any, uh, what does a, an alligator's skin go for? Like when you, when you have an alligator, what do you get per foot for it? Is there, I know it varies per year, but... Well, it does vary per year, and, and it, the price that is paid to the trappers, such as Ronnie... Uh, would vary according to market prices. And that is set by the big tanneries, uh, most of them overseas. Is uh, it like $10, $100? Well, it could be, it could vary, vary according to size also, but it might it be, could, no, it not, be, not $100, could be, Ronnie. It could be no, 10. No, it no. Could, it oh, could be 10. I don't want you uh, negotiating. It could be as low as <laughs> 5 bucks a foot, it could be as high as 60 bucks a foot. Oh, okay. It'll depend on the size, on the quality. That sort of thing. And is a younger alligator better or a big old alligator better? Well, you know. Well, make, him, make him define better. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, better is, what, for, is, what is better? Well, better for um, turning him into a belt, for instance. Well, uh, uh, what I was going to say was that it depends exactly what you're going to do with the skin. For example, if you're making a large product, then a large skin is, is better. If you're making a small product, such as a watch band, for example, then you don't want to use a, a big skin that might have large scales on it because you want to see the pattern of the alligator in the leather. And the bigger the alligator, 
the bigger the pattern. So uh, there needs to be a, a matching of the, the size of the skin with the product that's being made. Now we got the front end where you, you buy the, uh, the skin from a guy like Ronnie, where, then you turn it into the product. Where do you retail it? Is it something like uh, online, or do you have retailers that routinely buy your products? Uh, we do. We have we have retailers. We also desi uh, have designers who we, we manufacture for, and then they sell it all over the country. So they might have an idea, especially what they want this to look like. That's right. They'll come in with their own personal, you know, uh, proprietary design, and we'll build it for them out of the alligator skin, and then they sell it to their customers. Oh, we do have a little retail shop also where we, we sell prototypes, but also just, just overruns, uh, a lot of different products there. Ronnie, I have to ask you, I mean, ha have you ever been bit? L last year, first time. No way! <laughs> last year was my first time, and so in, in 13 years, last year was my do you, um, my first time. You have both arms and oh, legs. Yeah, no, I know it's radio, but I wanted was, to point it that was, out. Uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a bit across two, two fingers on my left hand, but still, the alligator was five foot, six inches long, so he wasn't huge. But, but nevertheless, uh, don't be mistaken that you can open his mouth without tools. I mean, you can't. You, you just can't. Even when I had help there, my brother was with me, and he, uh, he and I both couldn't get it open, so we had a we had a little multi-tool plier that we actually wedged in there and got his mouth open. So it was, uh, it was intense. So that's kind I, of a myth. People always say all the power is on when they close their mouth, but they, they're pretty good at keeping it closed. Yeah, you can't open it. No, I, I, can, I can assure you you can't open it. You can keep it closed easy. But, right. So that was my intent was to, it was this particular alligator was on, on, on a school property. Oh, boy. And so that was during school day. So you can't just whip out your gun and, no, and no. With, with children running all around everywhere because, you know, moms and dads, they get home and tell mom and dad. Oh, and right. Pr pretty soon it's all it's all everywhere. So God, that would be the best day ever I, where they canceled class to everybody watch the alligator uh, man. And so it was, uh, you know, it was in a in one of their uh, sewage ponds in back, so it was pretty bad. Anyway, <laughs> and the alligator's uh, mouth is pretty bad. So the bite, um, it, of course, the bite really... With, with existing health issues that I have already, and then you have the the, the sewer pond and the alligator bite. Right, you get a lot of, a lot of bad things, things going, going on things going on there. So when you go to you go to the walk-in clinic, I think it <laughs> took them <laughs> it took them about twenty minutes to realize what are we what, what are we what are we going to treat this guy with? We've never seen alligator bite before. Give so him it, everything we got. <laughs> it took this isn't about, a dog bite. Yeah. This is a thing and it's not. It's it's completely different than a dog bite. It's different than a cat bite. It's different than a human bite. Now, uh, you are buying from hunters, but uh, is there another way to go about it? I Sometimes I hear about companies uh, raising alligators. Yeah, there are uh, a good number of farms in, in Louisiana, and I do buy occasionally from the farms. Uh, I think the, the, the last number I saw is there might be 60, 60 farms or something like that in Louisiana, maybe 65. And um, they produce a lot of animals. Most of them are contracted to large buyers overseas before they ever raise the animal. When you're talking about the skin, how different skins are better for uh, different size products, what are the skills in, uh, once you get back from the tannery, what, is that, what do you have in your shop that enables you to do this? Well, you know, we have a, a good number of skins, um, and then we have to decide what to do with it. In our business, we either make money or lose money when we decide to cut the skin. 
So you have to know what you're going to do. You have to have a plan. And I have, uh, of course, been involved myself with it, but I have other people who are really good at, at looking into skin and deciding this is the best thing to do with it. And it might be maybe we're going to make purses or maybe it'll go into a briefcase or maybe it'll be, uh, if, if it's got a lot of defects but we can cut around them, it might be belt material or, you know, we, we, we sell the boot manufacturers and shoe, we do shoes. So we look at a skin and we decide what's the best combination of products that the, the, the skin will yield. And, and that's that how we manage to make money. Like, yeah. That's correct, yeah. Wow, yeah. Everything else can, after that, can be perfect, but if we don't make that decision right, then uh, you know we might lose money on it. And of course, it's very seasonal. It's just the first. What is it? The first three weeks of September. Uh, uh, Thirty days. Thirty days. Thirty days. Except for you. Yeah, it's a little different you're for the. Yes, when you're the nuisance guy. <laughs> By the way, the you're not the nuisance. The alligator. The is the nuisance. Soon, I want to clear as that. soon as the weather warms up, the the phone starts ringing. That's and the warmer, the more it rings. And now. Now the, the, it's starting the, the, the breeding time, you know, so now uh, the males are starting to really move around and really show their, show their stuff. So, and, and they end up they end up. How do being, they show their stuff, by the way? Up, they, they end up being places they're not supposed to be. Oh, he'll breach his back up in the water and shake the water. And he, he, that's he, how he'll, uh, that's he'll, a nightclub for him. You hear a bellow? He'll, he'll oh, crowd, bellow, that's yeah. right. And he'll crowd you in a boat if, you're, if he's really big and you're in a boat, small boat. And people think, oh, you know, nor any other time of the year he'll he'll flee, you know, he'll, they'll go away. But a big male in, in, in this time of year, I mean, he'll you got to give him some ground. I mean, he's not gonna, he won't budge. He, that's wow. if he's got a female there close. He's does he recognize you? Is like, there's Ronnie. He, he yeah. killed my cousin. I, I think sometimes when I pull up on a job and uh, the guy said, you know, the Gator's been here every day for three days. Today you drive up, he's not here. So I just tell him, man, they just fear me. You know, oh, they I see think my truck that's and they just fear me. So and that, that's a big, it's kind of a joke. <laughs> but Ronnie, so we, we we park up the hill and walk down there. You know? <laughs> oh, they guess the truck. <laughs> so, this yeah, it's a truck. <laughs> now, Ronnie, what about the other side? You've um. You get this skin, and you know you can you can call Mark and such. But what about the meat itself? Where does it go? All right. So I'm not a licensed processor, and nor, and probably will not be, uh, for a number of reasons. But I give all the meat away. I have friends and family, and trust me, you got more friends than you know when it's alligator <laughs> season. I mean, you do. Uh, there's there's I, I just. I butcher off the meat and put it in an ice chest and make a few phone calls. Sometimes they call me. I mean, it just it, it doesn't stay around long. It's gone. <laughs> it, it, quick. But the meat is an important part of the industry um, because, um, uh, you know, it, there have been years when the price of alligators has been dictated as much by the meat as by the skin. Right. In other words, really? there have been years when I've had to buy at a certain price, but it was really higher than 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 the, the leather market would, would, would uh, dictate. Really? dictate, yeah. But the meat was in such demand that the alligators, the whole alligators, uh, brought more money. Well, this and is like a year-to-year kind of... Yeah, it is. Um, so he doesn't buy a whole alligator. I don't, see, that's yeah. the, yeah, that's I the don't buy the whole alligator. That's, that's a different, different I buy deal. the skins. And that's so in, in September, 
in September, everybody's selling whole alligators. Nobody's skinning alligators. But right now, nuisance hunters, we don't have an option, at least not where I'm from. Well, no. Maybe down south they may, but not where I'm from. So I had to skin everything. I mean, everything gets skinned. Every day or two, you're skinning alligators. I think that would be a bad response. It's out of season. I can come back and help you in September. That would be the end. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy, what part of uh, your job gives you the most satisfaction? I just love thinking of your job. But what Man, part I, gives it? I, I got the coolest job ever. I'm telling you, I, I, did, I did construction work all my life, and I was always in somebody's house taking their money, tearing their house up. And so every day they're, they're excited for you to get there, but it's, you're there two days and they're ready for you to go. And you may be there a month. So for the, rec- the next 28 days, they don't want you there, and they're having to pay you every couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's different now because – now it's, it's it's the best because everywhere you go, people people are, are are pleading you for you to please come and remove this alligator, and you meet the most interesting people every day, every day. And I'm telling you, there none of them are mad at you. They they don't hate you. They don't have to pay you. <laughs> no pay. There's no pay. So they don't they don't they don't owe you anything. At the end of all of this, you get to go see him, and it's a it's almost like a day trip for me to come to Lafayette. And go to Mark's and sail, and we shop a little bit, and, and we stay down there for. We're at his shop for hours when, when we sail, and it's just a, it's just it's neat to walk around in his shop and, and watch his people work, and it's it's interesting when he was talking about who makes the decision on what to do. It's like a machine when you walk in there. There's a huge common table, but there's all these little stations around, and it's it's all busy. It's not moving like lightning. Yeah. But it's all busy. It's all moving. Everybody's doing something. You, I just walk around and watch them. It's fascinating. <laughs> so all the people that I meet during the day, it's really neat. And then, you, and then you, at the end of it, you know, this is the end. And then when you get all sold and all your all, everything's gone, you get to start the process all over again. See, it's pretty neat. He it describes it better than I do. One question is, when you when you do get that gator, is he your gator? He's mine. When I get a complaint number, you have to bring him to the capital. When I get a right? when I get a complaint number and I get the paperwork signed, then he he's mine at that point. And what I do with him is is my business. And so the state doesn't pay for this process. The only money I get would be from the sale of the skin. So I don't get a, a paycheck from the from the state. Wow. No, no, I have to get a skin. I have to get an alligator to get a to get a check. So you're like on commission as a. It's it's not a contract. It's called an appointment. So I mean, it, it, you know, at wow. it, it, any time it, we have to renew every year. So it's not like you're on for life. You know, there are there are terms that you have to, and you have to answer your calls. You can't pick and choose. You must go on them all. So if he's this one's too big, he's too foot. No, well, it's too small is a problem. And, and, you know, you get two or three foot. It has no has no value. Oh yeah, yeah. So now you've driven sixty miles and you collect a three foot alligator and you and the people are just as happy to see you, but <laughs> you, just, you just drive right away. You know, same thing. <laughs> and your gas gauge goes choo. <laughs> and it's a very regulated business, right? I mean, uh, oh, like to very. get a tag, you need. I don't know, what was it, like 70 acres of land of, of swamp or something? Well, uh, to get a tag, I, I'm not sure what that number is. It probably varies according to the habitat type. But, yeah, that's that's determined by wildlife and fisheries. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it is a very regulated business. And that tag goes on the skin, really, when, when you kill the animal out in the marsh, the generally. And then, and then it stays on that skin all the way through the skinning, tanning process. Well, it's on my shelf. And then when we decide to cut it, then, you, you know, you can remove the skin. 
Yeah. How do you skin an alligator? Um, the very sharp knives. And this time, <laughs> it, it takes about an hour for me to skin about seven foot. You know, that, big knife, little knife, knife. small, uh, uh, three and three and a half inch blade, Whoa. small. Very sharp, though. But Ronnie's very skilled. I, t- uh, everything about an alligator is tough, tough, tough. And if you're not careful, you can you can mess up real quick. And it would be really easy to mess up its commercial value. Right? Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, when you when you nick when you cut a hole in it, in what we call the vamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The part that he's looking at real close. When you cut a hole in it, he doesn't like that. I mean, no buyers like that. Well, at all. I yeah. Mean, it's, 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 uh, well, for example, going back to the farms, I mean, they have skinners that are there constantly uh, skinning, and they, they, they're hoping to get prime value for that skin. And if they punch one little hole in it, uh, they'll lose 25% of the value. Whoa. And if they punch another hole in a different part of the skin, they've lost 50% of the value of that skin. So it's, it's the skinning tough. is very, very important. It's very particular. And it's, and, and it's hard to do. And little little alligators skin easier than big alligators. They're 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 tenderer, so but they also cut easier. So if you if you're haphazard with your knife on a, on a smaller, thinner skin, it's easy to cut a hole in it. The bigger ones are a little less forgiving because it's so thick. But he's harder, and he's much more of him. Yeah. So you're looking at uh, 11 foot the other night. It took me two and a half hours by myself from beginning to end. So it's quite a lengthy process. But let me ask you, like you, you, both of you guys did. Is this like a family tradition? Did your were your dads in the gator business, or I had a friend of mine that was with Wildlife, and before the nuisance program came along, he had tags to go, and I went with him. As a matter of fact, it was back in the old VHS days with the big camera. <laughs> <on your shoulder. laughs> always video tape, right? I had a big video. I had a big, the whole big deal. I still got the original tape that I had, and went with him, and I we caught three alligators that morning. Nothing real big. And we tagged him, and I got it all on video, and it's, it's, it's perfect. I, I go back every once in a while and just look at it because it's, it's kind of funny, you know, but looking back, you know. But anyway, uh, he kind of got me started, and, and like I said, he was with the wildlife, and, uh, and he's the one that actually put me in place in the nuisance position. And, uh, and, and from there, it's just been, there's been some people down south that have mentored me and in, in, in the how-tos, you know. Yeah and uh, the pretty basic stuff that, that you should know that I kind of waltzed into. and But I've had some really good teachers and I listened to. The guys have been doing it forever, and yeah. they were generational trappers. Yeah. I, I'm not, but they were. Their dads and their grandpas, they live in the marsh. Yeah. They, they do this every year. rolls around September. They're filling hundreds of tags in 30 days. I really yeah. think you're doing the right thing. This is why you were... Put on the earth. It's to be you can tell he likes oh. Yes, job, I know. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And like I say, meeting the people, it's great. That's, it's just a great deal. It Mark, is. Mark, wait, but where did you get the skills to, um, the design, the, the cutting, all of that? Uh, self-taught. <laughs> self-taught. I remember the first skin I ever cut, I looked at it for two hours before I, <laughs> <laughs> before I cut it one bit. And so it's, it's a school of hard knocks. You know, you learn, you learn the what you can and, and can't do and uh, how you can get value out of the skin and how you can mess up real quick if you cut it wrong. And uh, you, every skin is different. Every skin's unique, and you just have to learn what you can get out of it. And, of course, it depends on what you're 
my market is is demanding at the time. In fact, also, let's talk about your market. Do you have salespeople that go out to? We have a sales manager, uh, right. Clint A. Bear, and he is making some sales trips, making always lots of calls. Uh, we do have a website, and uh, we where are you selling uh, alligator products that I wouldn't think you would be? Uh, oh gosh, um, are you out on the West Coast, for instance? No, no West Coast retailers. No, uh, no. We, now we sell skins to people out there. Yeah. See, we we're very diversified. In that we'll sell the skin, or we'll cut up the skin and sell a component, say to a belt maker out in California or Oregon. They would then make the belt themselves. But we do part of the work in that we cut the skin. Uh, most belt strips are spliced together. They're not one piece. Oh, okay. We do all that work for them because that's really the hardest part of making an alligator belt. Um, uh, or we might sell the whole product to them out there. So we, we do everything from, if, from um, you know, once the alligators alligator skin's in our hand, we, we try to squeeze every dollar we can out of it in whatever way we can. And have you ever had any odd requests for, to make something out of yes. alligators? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we can talk about it on radio, though. <laughs> <laughs> now you really got me thinking. There's a <laughs> Ronnie Guy, Mark Staten, that... There are not many people in Acadiana who don't love gators, from observing them in the swamp to enjoying them in a sauce piquant. But there are very few of us who are as familiar with the lives of alligators as you two gentlemen. It's been a real education and a pleasure having lunch with you today. Uh, thanks both for taking the, the time out of your schedules to join me today and out to lunch. Thank well, you. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been a real it. pleasure. I appreciate it. <laughs> My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Ronnie Guy, alligator hunter for the state of Louisiana and member of the Louisiana Alligator Advisory Council, and Mark Staten, the founder and owner of Mark Staten Company. You can find out more about the mortality of Ronnie Guy's and the immortality of Mark Staten's Acadiana alligators by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Cafe Vermilionville in Lafayette. Cafe V is open six days a week for lunch and dinner with a courtyard that sets a scene for fine Louisiana cuisine. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. And Christian is our researcher. Our theme song, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Pratos from Innovate Acadiana, Zach Barker from The Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escaday. If you want to find out what we all look like, you can find photos of this show on our website and Facebook page. The photos were taken today by Gwen O'Quinn. You can get this show as a podcast, you can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsacadiana.com and krvs.org. Support for Out to Lunch Acadiana comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette. It's located off Pinhook near Calise Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette offers a complimentary airport shuttle within a three-mile radius, reaching downtown shopping and local restaurants. Additional support comes from ABiz Magazine and acadianabusiness.com. The essential information source for business decision makers throughout the one Acadiana region. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Peter Rashidi. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Cafe Vermilionville for more business, Acadiana style, on Out to Lunch.
Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette. Want convenient banking features like mobile check deposit? Whitney Bank's mobile app has you covered. Start by opening your checking account online at HancockWhitney.com. Then download the app to bank anytime, anywhere. Member FDIC. 